This is the Pool Together Community Podcast. Pool Together is the world's number one no-loss prize savings account, and you can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. You're listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Hot Mike, aka Spooky Tim, aka It's After Midnight, and I'm here with Masha Healy from Cello. Masha, what is up? Thanks for joining the Pool Together Community. I mean, you are the you you are the embodiment of the Pool Together Community, the Friends of Pooley Community. I mean, you've got a Pooley passport, don't check. Welcome. Wow, what a what an intro. I am so honored to have all those titles and uh, just feel fortunate to be around and associated with such a great crowd of people. I think Pool Together is the very best of crypto and uh, that speaks to both the project itself and the people. So pumped to be here. And listener, I, I just want to... I want to comfort you with this. If you've been to any crypto conference in the past two years, maybe, let's say, uh, maybe a year, and you've seen somebody with the cutest dog you've ever did see, then you've met Masha and her puppy, right? What's your, what's your dog's name? I forget. My dog's name is Leroy. Um, oh, he's yeah. a little Brussels Griffin, a short hair Brussels Griffin. Um, and he was at Permissionless. That was his first and so far only crypto conference. Actually, he was, he was par- partially at NFT New York City, but didn't actively yeah. attend at the venue. Made an appearance. Got it. Got it. So, listener, I'm sorry. You're, uh, to, but if you were at Permissionless <laughs> and you saw Leroy, then yes, you've also seen Masha. There's, um, there's a game called Stray. It's you're a stray cat and you go through the city with like a backpack and they like sell cat accoutrement now for stray. But Leroy needs his own game as well. And Leroy, that's the name of it. His favorite thing to do is I have I yoga on my balcony and I use the pool together towel. And his favorite thing is curling up in a little circle on the pool together towel. That's his spot. Loves it. Curling up. Sorry, there was a little Discord cutting out, and it sounded like throwing up in a circle for a second. But curling. <laughs> no, here I'll put a picture of him curling yes. up, and then I'll curling get a nice little. I'll, I'll see if I can get a photo of him at a, a permissionless in the chat. So that's what now we've said curling so much. I'm I'm imagining Leroy <laughs> curling like the sport. Like the, you know, that's also cool. Cool. Okay, so we got that. We got the pick, the sweet picks of uh, Leroy. Oh my gosh, on the trophy, no less. Perfect, perfect placement. That's you can't great. make this up. So good, so good. Um, well, hey, can you just tell us about how you got here to the status, like the level that you are in crypto Twitter and in the space? How'd you How'd you get here? What, what got you involved? Oh, um, What's your origin uh, story? It's, a, it's been a journey. Um, and it all started um, with a class that I took my junior year of college. Um, I was going to school in New York City at this like really small, small school right on um, Wall Street 
like on Broadway and exchange, essentially like right by wall street. Um, and I went to school there because, you know, I wanted to be at the center of, of the world as we're told and taught. And, um, I was, I started off as a finance major. Then I kind of became a business major and, um, I was taking a class about entrepreneurship with no intention of becoming an entrepreneur and with every intention of going to work on wall street, um, becoming an intern at Morgan Stanley and getting coffee for the first three years of my career. That was my image of life <laughs> and what I was like really pumped and excited for. Um, and then I took this class and, um, we had this adjunct professor and his name was Leighton Cusack. <laughs> uh, and so Leighton, I feel like most people probably know, but Leighton is the founder of Pool Together, one of the founders of Pool Together. So Professor, professor Leighton, Leighton he, now, he really, now he, really, he really did not like being called Professor Cusack. He wanted us all to call him Leighton. He was very, very adamant about that. Um, and uh, this class totally rocked my world because one, he didn't really teach it like any of the other classes we had. And uh, it was a very practical class where he would send us like some pretty short brief readings. And then he would bring in people from the city who were working on startups um, and they would come and they would share uh, at what part of the journey they were at, what they were working on, you know, what problems they were trying to solve. And, <laughs> and um, throughout that class, like we had an assignment of, of doing our own little startup project. And I just absolutely fell in love. I was like, this is an option. Like you can, you can create your own, like you can find problems and solve them. I just didn't even know that this was an option. For me, it was always like, you have to go join be a part of some great big institution and kind of just find your way to the top uh, as being like a little, little, little nobody and, and crawl into being a somebody. Uh, yeah. So then by the end of that, uh, well, during that class, he also talked about how he wanted to start a no loss lottery. Uh, and he talked about crypto and he talked about Bitcoin and uh, that's where it all started. So I loved the class. I loved what he was saying about crypto uh, so much so that like in one of my other classes, I ended up doing like a, <laughs> a project about crypto. And then, uh, then after the class, like uh, I reached out to Leighton. I was like, dude, you got to hook me up. Get me into the startup game. He was like, yeah, like let's, let's, let's make it happen. Um, and he connected me to, uh, Natasha, who is one of the co-founders of Boys Club. Uh, so I interviewed with her on like a travel startup, but she wasn't ready to hire me. So she sent me to Dina, who also is the other co-founder of Boys Club. Dina was working on a crypto project at that time. So that's where I got my start. I was with Dina working on a crypto project. And then uh, just to like speed things along uh, here and, and get to the, to the nitty gritty and where I am now, I went to go uh, work at the Giving Block, uh, which helps nonprofits accept cryptocurrency donations. So I, I kind of came on as a as an early employee there and really helped them scale out um, and and onboard a lot more nonprofits. And then 
um, I made the jump over to Celo uh, because I wanted to be more directly involved in the crypto ecosystem itself. And what I love about what I do is I need a lot of grant applications. <laughs> so I get to see the best and maybe the worst of what people are building, <laughs> which is always fun. So yeah, that's, that's how I got to, to where I am now. So many questions, but the first one is what was the the crypto startup project thing that you worked on that you want that you blew right past in the in the effort to make things oh, yeah. but now I'm asking you to make them longer. No problem. Uh so it was called Gracias and it was a Bitcoin it's supposed to be like a Venmo Bitcoin. Um and this was like in twenty eighteen. Uh it was like right during the last bear market. Uh, and uh, I think they wanted the, there were just like some tech things that weren't where they needed to be. So the project uh, had to get retired, unfortunately, but it was so fun. I loved it. Um, it was a great, awesome. it was a great start. Yeah. And it wasn't like a hackathon, hackathon thing. It was just like, Hey, let's do, let's do a startup. Let's do something. And then you did it. Yes. Well, I was not a founder. I was just kind of the scrappy college Got student that was there for iteration and getting shit done kind of vibage. That was me. I was like, hey, Masha, want to do this? And I'm like, yes, let me do it. It's like, hey, like, let's Was go it IRL? It. So could you go run and get coffees? No. Ah, so you didn't get, you haven't gotten the coffee running yet. <laughs> no, nowhere in my career have I had to get anyone coffee, even though that was something that I had imagined for my life. So the only person I've been getting coffees for is myself <laughs> and my buddies. It sounds my great, friends. really. It's like there's exercise, you get to go outside, you get to like work on core because you're like balancing stuff. You get to be detail oriented. You get to like interact with the baristas who are generally, in my experience, always nice people. So next time you know. I see you, I'm getting you a coffee. How about that? <laughs> OK. All right. Yeah. Deal. Deal. I'll get you. Yeah. One day we'll, we'll trade off just so we can see like we can. Mutual we can exchanges of coffee. <laughs> Do a performance review. Yes, exactly. So let's hear about these grant applications. So you you see the best and the worst. And um, in my experience with pull together grants and then with looking at NounsDAO stuff, looking at NARS stuff, looking at WASI stuff, um, there's a lot out there, right? And generally, grant applications are the way that innovation gets done, kind of, right? So it, it, like, for example, with nouns, you have a bunch of nouns holders and people propose to them, um, either through like delegation or whatever, their ideas. And it's kind of one of those like, you're pitching and that's how you're building and growing generally, but it's really incoming leads, right? There, there's also maybe like bounty boards would be the outgoing leads. Like, like the team has decided this is what we want to do. So let's put a bounty up for that. And in both of them are kind of like building the airplane while flying kind of thing. Like they're, coming from the nonprofit world myself, like what's the strategy behind that? You know, what, where's the, where's the, you know, the one pager strategy is always desired. So when you're looking at these grant applications, it's not necessarily pertaining to Cello um, itself, but it's per pertaining to like businesses or protocols or, or uh, 
apps or things that want to get started on Cello, right? Or is it also like marketing stuff for Cello? What are what are these grant applications? And I'll, please tell me your, your horror story since we're so close to Halloween. <laughs> um, so, first of all, we have two different funnels for grants. One is our kind of more so strategic grants. So that's us reaching out to projects. So we're like, go pool together. You guys are so great. Like we'd love for you guys to get a grant from us and to build something with us. Right. Um, and then the other option is like pool together applies for a grant from Cello to build something. <clears throat> so, um, mostly then like where you get uh, a lot of different kinds of, of projects is within those like applications, right? So um, we have projects that don't have MVPs apply. We have projects that have MVPs that apply. We have um, content creators, like people who are looking for travel scholarships, people who want to be ambassadors. Um, I mean, we had someone apply for a grant for a um, space data marketplace, which I thought was super interesting, but just do doesn't fit like our current objectives. And it was primarily like a search-based grant. So that wasn't necessarily uh, the right fit for us, but it was just like, I was reading it and I was like, wow, there's someone out there thinking about like space data mining no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, all sorts of stuff. And, you know, that means grants of like a very small size to grants of a very, very large size. So it's all depends. And then, of course, you have the bear market grants and then you have the bull market grants. And, you know, in the bull market, grants is a lovely place to be. You know, you're making everybody happy. Then in the bear market, you're just <laughs> shredding hopes and dreams, usually, unfortunately. <laughs> By shredding hopes and dreams, you mean saying no a lot or, um, you know, funding? Because you're still giving out grants, right, during a bear market. But I think it's it just the trajectory of those grants would change to something that's more like necessary, not flashy, like yeah. integral is guaranteed for growth something like that rather than like the the frou-frou fluffy stuff like super bowl ad yes absolutely um i think i have like a whole spiel about grants and how they are kind of like funding for a lot of projects right now in in the ecosystem um and like one thing that we say is like this grant shouldn't replace you going to like raise money for your project, right? Like this grant should be for you to build something specific or to go towards like a specific project. Um, and when like <clears throat> there's like a downturn in the market, that's when you see like more projects really like trying to to help their funding through like applying for grants and receiving grants. And like you said, you know, we can't support every single project. And, you know, that's when we have to become more specific with the projects that we do support and um, what, what um, 
you know, we're looking for in the ecosystem as well. So it's, it just becomes like a little bit more of a, um, in some ways like difficult decision because you can't say yes to everyone. And you know that for some people like this grant would make all the difference for like their project, right? Can you just tell me what Cello is in your own words? <laughs> Because you're the official representative here from Cello, like you've got the full backing of legal, and no, you know this is no, you you, no. you you speak for the whole organization, and um and so one, I would just love to know like your elevator speech on Cello, but also can you tell us as a community how we can right now go and get on Cello and do stuff, please? Wow. Okay, we got a lot there. Uh, one. And this is financial, legal, or any other kind of advice. Uh, this is all my personal opinion. <laughs> Two, Hello uh, is um, mission-driven um, layer one. That's goal is to build a financial system that creates conditions of prosperity for everyone. Essentially, like Cello's main focus is is really um, to build out like financial accessibility and inclusion. Uh, so Cello is a centralized, also like one of the first carbon negative uh, layer ones to be proof of stake. Um, and a huge focus for Cello <clears throat> is like mobile first because we realized that most uh, of the unbanked have access to mobile phones. Uh, and what really matters to us is that like applications work on not the most flashy and newest iPhone, but work can work on more affordable, uh, like basic mobile phones as well. Um, so that's cello elevator pitch feel like you have a good love it a good image there do you have any follow-up questions I, I do no okay. well i do have a follow-up thought is that i know oops our beloved oops did a onboarding community uh, an onboarding clinic thing at devcon in bogota which you were there yeah you were at you were at devcon not necessarily on the onboarding thing right i was at devcon yes okay was leroy there leroy was not there leroy was not there we maybe need a next grant time for Leroy. Go, uh, maybe next time I go to Columbia, I'll bring Leroy. Okay, so yes, and Leroy would have would have slayed at this onboarding event and that Oops did. And Oops's feedback was not to put words in Oops's mouth, but my in interpretation of Oops's feedback was we're still so early with the mobile crypto game. Like personally, I try to like wallet connect with metamask and stuff on my phone and i it goes to the app store like i've been like shut out of being able to connect um my metamask to stuff on my mobile so i guess i gotta re reinstall the app or all that but it just is not fun and so cello is mobile for like mobile only right and it's mobile only on most thrones most phones that you can throw at it which is so beautiful yes that is cool. that is the goal in and of itself in in short um, okay, so then, how are we all getting on Cello right now? So how are you guys all getting on Cello right now? Um, as in, like, you want to get some Cello and get started? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you can go ahead and uh, to 
purchase some cello. Um, and I can send you guys like a couple places to do that. But um, I think it, it just depends if you want to go like the centralized exchange route or the decentralized exchange route. Um, I think we should go. Why not do it from? Can you just walk us through verbally uh, through like you're deposited into pool together on optimism? Right. And you okay. want to take a little bit of your pool together deposit and pop it over to Cello. You know, I actually don't necessarily have the answer to this, Tim. OK, so we'll edit this out if you want or we don't need to. And it's just it's real. It's fine. I'm not I'm not leading anyone down down a, a path that I am not confident in. Got it. Got it. OK. All right. Well, can, can, OK. All right. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, okay, but but generally, just give the like. How does somebody get involved in Cello? They get the Cello app on their phone, yeah, and then so, they they need to get a little bit of so. Yeah, go for it. The easiest way to get started in the Cello ecosystem is to download Valora, which is our wallet, and within Valora, um, it's tied to like your your mobile phone number um and within the wallet we have like a dap store which shows you like a lot of the different dap uh, dapps that you can use and you can use those within the wallet like within the app itself Avalor wallet um Perfect. so Downloading that right to now. me is like that's going to be like the easiest one-stop shop to get like a good image and capture of solo Denicia Del Toro says, "Just you can just use USDC to swap sell to sell yes. and then bridge it to the sell yes. network." Yes, that's Definitely. how I think Denicia Del Toro talks speaks. Like, you can maybe it's more like you can just use USDC. Cool. All right, there you go. And then you just pop it over to your Valora wallet, pop it, and then what do you do once you have some cello mm. in your Valora wallet? What's your first action that you well, suggest? Not financial first, advice. First action I suggest, not financial advice, would be to go mint an impact card. Oh, <laughs> making the connections. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I would tell you What's an impact card, Masha? So an impact card is the first proof of impact desk type. Uh it's a dynamic NFT that shows up as a card. Let me see if I can throw in a picture. This is like what an impact card looks like. Cool. So this Ooh, there's was quests too. Yeah, so this was a little fun fun project we did before DevCon. Uh, yeah. So we worked with the Friends of Pooley community, shout out no, nice. the squad. And um, essentially, like, idea here is that right now we're hearing a lot more projects talk about going carbon negative or neutral, about how, you know, uh, there's a lot of people talking about, like, the good that they're doing in, in the ecosystem, right? Um, and the way that we see uh, this card is like an opportunity to show some of that good that you're doing in a verifiable way. So 
um, this card was like, this was like a pilot where we just tested out three different projects that you can participate in. And then what happens is, and you, for example, deposit into impact market, which is a UBI, uh, it's like a UBI, uh, nation platform. Uh, then the impact market logo will light up like it is right now. So that's like a full, this is a fully activated card. Um, and then same with like ethic hub and then Gitcoin grants was a way that we were showing that this card has like cross chain abilities as well. So it's not just for things that are built on cello, uh, but can also be for, for things that don't happen in the cello network. Um, so yeah, it was a really cool project, uh, and excited to see where it goes from here. Um, it's kind of like an OG hy okay. hyper cert. You heard about that hyper cert Gitcoin, Yeah. Bitcoin's oh, rolling out I, hyper certs. I, there we go. I know, um, I know about hyper card throwback. Um, but yes, hyper cert. Cool. So th that's from Gitcoin. It's going to be. Hyper certifications. Yes. Love it. Uh, what's Friends of Pooley? Friends of Pooley um, is an advocacy community, like a crypto advocacy community. Are you joking with me right now? Or you want, no, to, I just, you want me to I just roll love... the pitch? You want me to roll the pitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like hearing your pitches. But it's just funny that I'm just asking you all these gotcha questions, but I'm not trying to. But I'm like, <laughs> hey, can you please be the, the representative of Friends of Pooley right now? I can try, yeah. Um, Friends of Pooley is like a, a crypto advocacy uh, community that uh, started from... The concept of, you know, stepping up and supporting pull together in their lawsuit. And it's kind of like an extension of that, um, of trying to like bring people together to be informed and participate in what's going on in Capitol Hill. Yeah, so it's basically anybody who has the... not get wrecked. Yes. The, the, if you have a Pooley NFT, that's basically the, the sign of a friend of Pooley. Uh -oh is by holding a pulley. You don't have to, to participate, but that's like, if you want to get in the secret channels, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, so if you care about like crypto advocacy or what's going on with legislation, or just like grassroots movements, that's a great place to hang out. And the reason they helped us is because they are the stewards of ERC-721K framework, which is what built our impact cards. Um, and what is what's the for what is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay that's what i prepped you on yeah yeah <laughs> this one i was like hey, explain that i don't know yeah so um erc 721k uh are dynamic fts so <laughs> that allow for you to verify on-chain and cross-chain Actions and eventually it can also be built to have to verify off chain transactions as well. Um, yes. How do you feel about that? Where, where, where do you sit with marketing. that? Yeah, why are you in grants when you should be like, you yes. know, content Thank creator? You, <laughs> 
<laughs> we've got Talisky and we've got uh, Kames in the in the audience on the Discord right now, and they are two founding members of Friends of Pulley as well as Jark and others. Uh, Kames, if I'm rugging Richard, it, you could just or or Talisky, you guys can just jump there's, in. I think they they're just supporting you with links. That's it. That's they, I think you've nailed it. <laughs> okay. So so what's the future? What's the future look like? Because right now, apparently everybody's super excited about a twenty percent bump in the market, but uh, but that's not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. So what's the future look like for for you, for Cello, for Friends of Pooley, uh-huh. for ERC seven twenty ones, for Leroy? Um, I think that an area that really interests me, uh, is kind of that I've become pretty interested in is like grants just in general. Um, and like how grants are given, how we see like money distributed in our ecosystem. And, uh, so I'm excited to see more transparent grants, more grant tooling, more um, grants protocols, maybe. Shout out to a Gitcoin uh, rolling something out. Um, so I know that's maybe not like a particularly hot take or like what does the future look like, but I would like to see a future where. Um, more accountability for grants that are given right so i think that uh, i don't know uh, how many people listening have received a grant or or have applied for a grant um but depending on where you apply for a grant and who you receive a grant from sometimes the process like you could just get like a really like fat stack just like with almost no terms and no follow-ups and no anything um, and so, like, what I'm excited to see is, like, more reputation-based um, kind of grant giving as well, right? Like, I give Tim a grant. Does Tim deliver on this grant? Like, if yes, reputation go up. If no, I don't know if I want to give Tim another grant, you know, <laughs> um, and whatnot. So that's what I'm excited for in the future. <laughs> so the the development of on-chain granting and how how Web3 influences that. I work with uh, foundations where I do like Salesforce customizations and websites and stuff. But um, the, the group of these foundations is part of trust-based philanthropy. Mm. And typically in the philanthropy world, apparently, uh, grants are very oppressive to nonprofits and get in the way. Uh, especially for reporting, like to do the type of reporting that foundations want, it it becomes costly. So they actually have to use like part of the grant to pay for the the ways to be able to report back to the foundation, which is not ideally what the foundation wants. So trust-based philanthropy is kind of going the way of crypto, meaning, hey, you're the experts in the field. We're going to fund you um, certain amounts, guaranteed amounts, and we're just gonna have a check-in, you know, um, and that's it, like just kind of like a face-to-face check-in. Each foundation kind of figures out what they wanna do trust-based wise. Um, but uh, what's interesting is that, yeah, crypto is the other way where it's just like, here's the money, go do it. Where'd you go? Why isn't the work done kind of thing? Um, and so it's just interesting of like, 
how do we put more constraints or more checks and balances, but also like enable and make it easy for builders to build rather than report on what they're building or, you know, governance, like governance or, or applying for grants. There's a lot of like jockeying and, and DMing and other stuff that happens, which is kind of like not ideal, but it's still because it's the wild west. It's the, the name of the game right now. For me, like what I see grants in it, on its best day is giving funding to projects that might not have as much visibility, but are still working on something really incredible. Um, and a great example of that right now has been like Gitcoin grant rounds, right? So that's a great way for the community to signal what kind of projects they want to see and what kind of projects they support. And it's allowing, you know, it, like, Cello can give a large amount of money to a Gitcoin grant round and then allow for like the community to vote and for Cello to match um, and support in that way. So I like being more of a, of a public facing angle to supporting projects in an open ecosystem um, in that way. And especially quadratic funding, I think is super awesome. <laughs> so uh, I love that yeah. as well. There, anytime, anything with quadratic in the front of it sounds awesome. And apparently it's like going to be the, it's going to change the world. Like, so quadratic voting and quadratic funding seem to be um, nice answers where in my understanding, quadrat the quadratic part is basically like, um, it kind of evens the playing field between whales and f fish. Right. So if you have, uh, you know, a uh, hundred dollars to give, um, there's a pool of money that can also match and you basically get a little bit more oomph in the gift that you give. The same thing with voting. It's like if you vote um, and you have a smaller representation, you actually get a little bit more based on math or something. How'd I do? See, that was me trying to explain something. That was great. Yeah, and and I mean, Gitcoin's also trying to add in more reputation-based things as well, right? So if you verify certain things about yourself, then the amount that your contributions get matched uh, becomes greater. So yeah, there's always tying it to humans, right? The civil resistance, the proof of humanity. Uh, I know that Richard and the Pull Together community really wants to see peer-to-peer -peer lending, like true peer-to-peer -peer lending, where it's like reputation-based and it's like you basically have your own sort of on-chain credit score. Uh, but also just the fact that like, you know, you you build up cred in crypto by, Masha, like going on podcasts, right? This is going to totally build up your cred and your exposure and your followers. And so you don't want to throw that away by taking a loan out from somebody and then rugging them, right? Yes. So there is this whole like, hey, how how open and transparent and trustable are you? And then once you have that in that proven track record, then we can then we can give you more money and more responsibility and trust you more. This is my first podcast, so let me know how I'm doing, guys. <laughs> You're doing great. I was saying you need to say it's funny. The people that have said that this is their first podcast. I'm like, you should actually do podcasts. But then I also don't want to tell people what to do with their lives because mm. people do that to me sometimes. Like, oh, you should do this. And then I'm like, I immediately feel like a failure and I miss my calling because I'm not doing the thing that the person said I should do. 
So I don't want to do that to you either. But I do think you'd be a great content creator, especially with you and Leroy. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to, to bring Leroy onto a podcast with me. You can do a little barking. Oh, that's so good. We have a question from the chat. Uh, this is SS Kid Goku. They're from, oh, this is Goku from Push Protocol, which um, is asking about notifications. I've had so many notifications conversations re- as of late with Dispatch, with Ooh. Push, with Nifty Chat. What, what are you thinking about push notifications for grants? Like, like, hey, like maybe from the grantee point of view, hey, we did this deliverable or from the the grantor. No, wait, I did that wrong. The grantor would get like a deliverable completed push or the grantee would get a you've got cash or or a, where, you know, please report or, or, or other sorts of things. That's my imagination of how grants would work. How do you see notifications? So that kind of reminds me of just overall uh, grant tooling, like I had mentioned. So, for example, if doing more on-chain grants, there's a project called Questbook, which is, I think, a little further along than Gitcoin is rolling out. Um, And, like, they have, like, a portal where grantees can, first of all, put in an application, their application gets reviewed, and let's say it gets approved, then all within this like portal, we can submit milestones. Um, and then like the people who gave the grant can review it and say like, yes, like let's pay. So that notifications could be used in, as a way to let them know that a payment is on the way to let people know that, you know, something has been approved or let people know that their application was accepted or that their application was rejected. If they, you know, the wallet address or, or something for their, their application or whatnot. Why not? Okay. So this wouldn't be a pull together podcast without me pitching something pull together, but you already kind of pitched it with friends of Pooley and you're, we're friends here. We're, we're part, we're both part of the same community, but what about no loss grants? What about pull together granting where you've got some sick, sick stack, right? We're talking 50 milli. We're talking, we're talking Vitalik type money, right? Mm. And you put it into no loss. You put it into pull together. You there's, it's not, it's staking, right? And then you, and then you delegate it out to your grantees. Right. So, you know, generally what they're going to get, thanks to pricecalc.com, you can see what they're what they're actually going to make. I think it's pricecalc.com, you know, but then you don't lose it. And then at some point you got to reduce the size of the fund because the market or whatever. And people are getting no loss grants. But you need technically for that kind of funding, you need like a lot of funding, but it's out there. Why not do that? It's evergreen, right? Regen. Regen summer. Refi summer. summer. That's us. Refi summer. Um, Okay. So your suggestion is we have a large amount of money deposited on pool together. And then we give grants as as an example, like we give grants from that amount or we delegate or you delegate. Yes. You delegate the amount and then they would win the prizes in the delegation um, which generally you can use pricedcalc.com to see how much that would work out to, but it could be a little bit more, a little bit less, a lot more, a lot less, but generally it's going to be right on the money. 
I mean, I don't know. It's it's probability, right? Yeah, I guess the one thing is like if you delegate an amount to someone, then they're they would have to like win winnings to actually get money, right? So yeah, that's uh, right. In terms of like giving a grant, or that being a mechanism of of giving grants. Uh, yeah, because you got to count on the money. Okay, how about this? Yeah, new wait, idea. Wait. New idea. <laughs> okay yeah go no no you go and then i'll go okay uh though i was gonna say you can delegate to grant funds so you take a big lump lump of money you delegate it to wallets that are then granting and then you send the money out of those grants delegate to a wallet that is granting and then yes that could work uh i was thinking also it could kind of be just like instead of like a mechanism of like giving grants at least like from a cello perspective it could be a way of like supporting active community members right uh so it could just be like yes exactly like that's an easier way so it's not necessarily grants or it is like yeah. grants but it's like a it's like a prize grant a prize savings account grant or something yeah like we just want to we just want to sprinkle 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 some goodness and let you know that we appreciate you yes well, I've created poolmanager.eth, which is an account where I will manage for anybody who wants to delegate 50 milli out to their project or milli. their, or their milli. people. So we can get as many people who want to delegate and, and build up the delegation powers of poolmanager.eth and then point the laser beam of prizes at some lucky, unwilling individual unwitting and not unwilling we want we want consent but like unwitting <laughs> you know what i'm saying i got you i got you I like that i don't know so, if i i don't know if Masha, i have we got it to, 50 yeah, go for, for you i don't know if i have 50 milli for you maybe we can think about but something see, but see this is the secret right this is this is projection or what is it called uh, where you the secret is by saying it, we're saying that you have 50 milli. At some point, you will have 50 milli. What is that mm. called? Name it and claim it. Are we talking about uh, me personally or are we talking about solo? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say you now. I'm going to say you personally. That's right. I'm well, going to do a. I'm going to do a. Go ahead. Every time there's like a big, there has been a big life happening of mine uh, in terms of my crypto career and journey um Layton has been somehow attached to that uh whether he like sent me a link of somewhere to apply to or like he made an intro for me or something like that so far with every uh job that I've had so if, if anything great happens to me it always comes back to I always feel extra grateful for for Layton and for the pull together community so <laughs> Yes, that's so true. So, yeah, I think if, for many of us, if, Layton if has been 50, a force. If I get 50 milli, maybe maybe some of that can just come sit in the pool together. Pool. Why not? We'll I love it. But, not it being, but what if it's it's 50 milligrams of something now? We weren't specific enough for, for the face <laughs> to know. Um, <laughs> I'm still trying to think <laughs> of that word. It's not. Uh, anyways, it's going to bother me. Uh, whatever. It's fine. Um, Cool. So let's talk about the, the elephant in the room, Masha, which is why is Pool Together not on Cello? So we do have something on, I think, 
B3. Uh, we have... Um, yes, we have a solo pool. Yeah, on B3. We want to get in on this, on the new, on the new versions, but we are waiting on Ave. Um, and so we, that's a hold up on our end. Um, oh, really? Well, yeah, I've been talking to Ave and, and just being like, hey, when's Solo? When's Solo? Hey, when's Solo? When is Solo? <laughs> Thank when's you. Solo? The greatest people in crypto. Solo, Solo, Solo. Hello, Solo. Wow. Thank you. Um, and they feel it. They know. They know. It's on, it's on their radar. I know. I do. I do think they know. Um, so all we can do is just shout it out into the universe. Oh my goodness. Yes. We would love that. Yeah. Call them up. All standing up. That's right. So Richard, Richard got us our podcast with Stani and then, uh, we'll now just, we'll, we'll just by sheer force, by sheer Twitter force, uh, get Stani to get Ave on cello and then we're good to go. Uh, Masha, I heard you have some calendar pings. Do I need to let you go? You have a meeting, don't you? You have a hard stop at food two 30. You want to say, you want to see, I'll tell you exactly what that ping was for. It says Leroy two 45. So I usually, um, in the middle of my afternoon block, sometimes take take Leroy out on a little stroll. At times, just Aww. I just like to, you know, not just like uh, doom doom stare at the screen always. You gotta stretch the legs, gotta feel the sunshine, and uh, love appreciate the day for what it is. See, I have cats. And so if that were on my calendar, which I feel like a bad cat dad for not having that, but it would just be pets for them because I'm not really going to go walk them. Right. They, they're not into that sort of thing. So it, isn't that wouldn't that be so cute to have 15 minutes to remind yourself to pet your cats? <laughs> Find someone that puts 15 minutes on their calendar for you in the mid afternoon to walk you like Masha walks Leela. <laughs> I like to try to okay. keep a structure to my day, you know, it <laughs> doesn't mean That's I right. follow it. Doesn't mean I follow it always. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, yeah. So pull together will be on cello. Uh, we are naming it. We are claiming it. It's the secret. We are projecting it. I still can't think of the word, um, but I'm going to put it in the podcast notes. <laughs> it's killing me. But yeah, you know, like the whole idea when you walk into like a luxury car place and you test drive a car, even though you can't afford it. And then one day you're going to, it's going to happen. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, it's going to happen. Pool Together will be on Cello because Ave will be on Cello. And I love that Richard already is plugging. <laughs> Richard's already tweeting at Ave to get that to happen. So uh, podcast listener, you were here. This is where it started. This is, this the, is where it the started. The momentum has always been. Yeah. For whoever wants right? to. It's, it's always been in, boiling. It's always been under the radar. Keep in touch with me. Sorry, I was yes. interrupting you. I was just going to let everyone know you can keep in touch with me here on Twitter at Masha Healy. It's me. I would love to connect with you guys. And I'm also going to put some more photos of Leroy for those of you that want to. Uh, this is Leroy at Permissionless, guys. And where are the photos of your cats? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It kind of looks metaverse because of that background. It's like a purple background. So it looks like Leroy's in the metaverse. Oh, I've got cat photos. But this is about you. This isn't about me. 
Um, you got any more? One more. Let's have one more Leroy photo so we can put it in the um, put it in the podcast description. Yes, is he a good protector? Um, I don't think he's really had a, ch- oh. a chance to really protect me from anything. If he sees some things <laughs> in the dark, yeah, he definitely is a good protector in that way. Like he yeah. he lets me know he's so like there's are- some there's something creeping over there. Yeah. Those are my three. Um, that's that's uh, Patty, Bella, and Violet. Be- Bella is Violet's I mom from right to left. Have a question front to back for you. Y- yes, yes, yes. What is the hardest part of being a podcast p- host? Um, for me, I think my battle is going to be different than your battle because you're going to host podcasts. That we're also going to be <laughs> no. um, I I think for me, it's. Um, I I don't like silence and I don't like space and I this is why I have trouble speaking to people who are older than me because I think that people who are older and wiser are okay with silence and space and stuff and for me I always want to fill it up so then my mind races to come up with other things to say and and to speak into silence when it's probably good to just like let, allow some rest and take take a beat you know, so I was listening to Hassan uh, Hassan Minaj from um, uh, Patriot Act, and he's a comedian. He was just talking about when he wa- he cringes watching his early comedy stuff because he just talks a million miles a minute. And so I think for me, it's just like holding back and being okay with silence and being okay with breaks and being okay with thinking about something rather than saying the thing that I'm thinking about trying to fill in the space. So that's the hardest thing about for me on podcasting what has been the hardest thing about you for you on this podcast i was going to respond to uh the hardest part for you sure. uh, and saying that uh you and i make a great a uh, podcast duo because i also just like to ramble sometimes um so i'm with you i do agree that silence is golden and the best conversations that you can have are the ones where can have a little silence, a little room for, for pause, for contemplation. Um, yes, I do think that we are a a dynamic duo (laughs) here. This has been really fun to talk with you. It's always a pleasure getting to like, see you. Oh, this is one thing I, I, I meant to ask you that I have not asked, but we can, we got to talk about this. You travel a lot. Which I'm so jealous of. I every time I, I have so much FOMO that you and Kames got to hang out in, in Bogota and I was like, Oh, Oh, but I mean, I had all my cats, which is great, but but I didn't get to hang out. So and then I asked you once, I think I asked you at NFT NYC at the pull together party at Talia. Uh, I said, um, hey, are you ever sick of traveling? And you're like, no. And you kind of looked, looked at me like, why would you even ask me that? <laughs> um, I think for me, it it was an adjustment. I definitely didn't expect to travel this much. That's why I moved to Miami because I wanted to live somewhere beautiful. And I told myself I wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, I was going to stay in Miami this whole year is what I told myself. Little did I know that every month for probably two weeks, I'd be out of the, out of my apartment and out of the country sometimes. So it's really just been like an adjustment from traveling happens every once in a while to like you are going to go on a trip and you are going to travel so build a structure and a way of 
keeping yourself accountable to the things you need to do to keep yourself mentally, physically, and otherwise in a good frame of mind. Um, that's been the. So it's not too much yet. No. I, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. I love it. I think that um, shared experience and togetherness uh, of people gathering in one place is where the magic happens and where the best ideas are born and uh, relationships formed. So as much as it's feasible for me, I'm going to keep traveling and keep learning too, because I still feel like I don't know more than the next person, which is, which is good. You know, I don't think I'd want to be someone who thinks that they know everything, but I find these like conferences are great place to just sponge and listen if i can help it I'm totally with you i yeah irl you you face to face you can never replace is my mantra it's one of my mantras my many mantras and uh and so like that's why i love brooklyn because i put out a pull together towel at the climbing gym and i get people in crypto that come up to me and I'm like hey and suddenly it's like such a better connection than like seeing them on twitter or something like that it's like being able to meet people and talk to them and be like oh you're a human like you you have value because you're a human not because of what you do and like you know you are not your output kind of thing which is really nice but how do you pick the events that you go to because you don't go to all of them because that's impossible you're only one person unless are you only one person that's my secret you figured me out um i've mostly just been going to like the ethereum conferences and then where cello has had a presence as well then just being open to just whatever someone says like oh this is going to be a cool event you should go and then being like okay can i go can i make it happen um so that was like mcon and mcon was really one of my favorite conferences the meta cartel conference i really liked that one it was in colorado yeah i'm, I'm not uh, i'm not wow. in europe right now so i am probably going to miss all of those and I, I didn't go to ETH Berlin or ETH Safari in Africa so I yeah. haven't been to all of the conferences <laughs> okay yeah I, I'm still working on my conference strategy I mean definitely there's like stuff in New York that's easy peasy to go to but then you got to go to ETH Denver right you got to go to ETH Denver especially this one uh this one coming up and then you know a sprinkling a smattering of others uh apparently DevCon needs to happen for me at some point but yes, love that. Uh, we have a Devcon question from the top, chat. Yeah. Devcon was top, yeah. And I missed it. I missed it. Leroy missed it too, though, so I feel better. Um, what are your favorite protocols? This is from the chat. Richard wants to know. Top five protocols. All right. Don't you dare say Bitcoin. We're throwing cello. We're throwing cello in near and dear to my heart. We're throwing in together come on gotta love it <laughs> uh, we love uh, a little bit of optimism love i'm big on i want to see gitcoin protocol like i'm just a fan of what's been happening so i i'm just interested um and then let's see more guys i don't have one jumping i mean right now 
You will hit four. Okay, four. Yeah, top four is good. Well, Masha, thank you so much for spending time with us, the Pull Together community, as a community member, as a representative of all things Cello, as a representative of all things Friends of Pooley, and as a representative of uh, the goodness in humanity. So thank you for being here. It's been so fun. And we'll push this out next week. So every all the podcast listeners have to wait a week. All the Discord attendees got to hear you. Thank you so much. Everybody give a, a clap and clap for Masha. Thank you, everybody, for listening to my ramblings and for having me on. I, I love you guys, all of you. <laughs> Seriously, the best, the best of uh, crypto has is pulled together. Pull together community. All right. There we go. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much. That was good. We're good. We'll uh, we'll edit it up and uh, and uh, you know, do you have to get the cello lawyers to approve? This is all my personal opinion. So. <laughs> oh, great. Perfect. Then we don't. <laughs> no financial advice. Thank you. Seriously. Thanks for doing this. Really, really great. You have a future in content if you ever want to, and uh, I'll see you know we'll see you around. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Bye bye. Alright, bye. Thanks for listening to the Pool Together Community Podcast. You can visit pooltogether.com to deposit. And we'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. So visit the Pool Together Discord and let us know.